everyone and welcome back to yet another episode of Panditri on a Pint. It is amazing because today we are full house. We are four blokes having an above average football conversation. Joining me on the podcast is Po Akshat and special welcome back to our special guest. Only one. Two episodes I missed. I was here. No, fuck off, dude. Midweek at all. Still. Uh, listeners, Vaishnav is now wearing glasses. So for me, it's like a new person has joined the group. To we did uh, this before. Da. A new podcaster has joined us. No, but no, you're right, Vaishnav. We we already did this before. We commented on your glasses. I had like a deja yeah. vu moment right now. Yeah, we did this oh. entire even <laughs> Po. And the crazy thing is, Po was also here for it, but his first comment was that I think like we're getting old. We're getting up there. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Uh, let's dive right in. Amazing episode lined up for our listeners today. Uh, because it's a full house, uh, we've decided to come back with uh, one of our most popular episodes that we've released, um, which is called Story Time. And for our listeners who know, uh, Akshat usually comes up with a story time at the end of every episode. So we decided uh, for the first time, why not just have an entire episode of Story Time? And turns out uh, the listeners love it. listeners being me because i listen to that episode a lot uh and we've come back with part 2 now you don't need to listen to part 1 to follow part 2 just saying if you just started this podcast you can continue on but uh, if you like this one go check out our previous don't one leave, as well don't leave don't leave don't leave don't leave <laughs> stay yeah stay. don't leave basically stay <laughs> now i'm i'm super excited to record this right but uh, my enthusiasm has doused down a little bit because i've just come out of oppenheimer and that's all i want to talk about i don't want to talk about football at all but here we are so i'm just going to give the, the bat into our stories are better than than what christopher nolan could ever come up with bro oh okay so yeah. uh, <laughs> on that note oh shit don't start me now don't start <laughs> that that's how you feel when you studied for an exam bro That's how you feel when you studied for an exam. Oh man! But when oh, is somehow just furiously still writing down notes and looking like <laughs> he shat the bed in this exam. <laughs> Notebooks have been submitted for correction. So he's writing on. Man, this is the last five minutes when you, after the bell rings, and then you ask the teacher for an extension, and they're trying to snatch the paper away. This is exactly that. Yeah, it's exactly like that. So um in our episode today we have uh, basically we're bringing you um some of the most bizarre interesting um outlandish tales from the world of football um these are going to be funny these are going to be pretty weird at some point but it's going to be a lot of fun to uh, record and then subsequently to listen to this episode um akshat i want to bring you in first uh, being the flag bearer of uh, story time this is too much build up why don't you kick us off Okay um <laughs> so I'm going to I'm going to tell you a story from 2010 It's 2 a.m. We're in Manchester outside a nightclub This is an excellent story writing It's drizzling There is a young model her name is Kessel Casuicio She's 22 and she's okay. a student in Manchester she's from Zimbabwe and she meets this guy who really impresses her this guy who goes by the name of francois um okay. so francois basically is a ghanian car salesman 
and he is also in the UK to study. Okay, he's a student. So they meet, they exchange numbers, they decide to go back to you know the um, to meet at a hotel the very next day. Now, this guy really impresses her, and she decides that she's going to go out with this guy. He's a trustworthy guy, very nice. He seems so, religious. Who can broadcast the word? What is happening here? The problem is that he's not that trustworthy. <laughs> dun dun dun. Because his name isn't Francois. Yeah, it's only one name, oh, bro. Shit. It couldn't have been. His name is Colo Toure, <laughs> <laughs> the Manchester City centre back. <laughs> Why would he lie about that? So he, apparently, Colo Toure in 2010 came up with this entire alternate personality, dude. And he found this woman who knows nothing <laughs> no about way. football. Dude, he she knows nothing about football and she's like, "I think you seem familiar." And you know what he says? He says, "Yeah, I might I might be looking similar to someone you've seen on TV." That's it. Like they don't address that ever again. They go out for 2 years. For 2 years. No. What he does whenever he's visiting her apartment, he wears a cap and shades, okay? And she always thought that's a little bit weird, but she never like figured out why would he would be doing that. I mean, obviously to avoid media, but whatever, okay? He buys her gifts, he buys her like lingerie, he buys her a ring. Not he didn't propose to her. He b- bought her a ring just to show his love for her. Okay, we were talking about these levels right now. Then randomly, okay. this guy he just goes for a few months and he tells her that he's gone to africa to and i quote <laughs> to sell second hand range rovers <laughs> you know what this guy was actually doing for those few months pre season tour <laughs> he was he's playing afcon no he was actually <laughs> gone to africa but he was getting married <laughs> holy fuck <laughs> one last fling <laughs> yeah so apparently that woman who uh, he married is someone who he had been together with for 8 years already and he just had the side fling for 2 years in manchester and at the end you know how this thing finally ended so he was extremely shy and never wanted to sit like take photos like get his photo taken with her or anything like that and she just thought it was like a personality quirk or something The way it actually ended is the funniest thing ever. Okay, Amar, you please put this up on our social media handle or whatever. But basically, this guy was at her place and he was taking a bath and he was in the bathtub and he had the shower drawn, but he was like poking his head out of the shower. Okay, she took a picture of him. That's the only yeah. picture of him she has, and she showed that picture to a friend who watches football. Who just said Google Colo Toure? <laughs> and then that's when she found out that this guy is actually a footballer. Freaking invincible! Bro, imagine you get imagine you get shown something by somebody who's like, bro, check this out, and you're like, that's a famous athlete. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, in the shower court. But from the girl's perspective, I have so many questions, bro. Like. This guy is clearly a walking red flag. How has she not had any kind of suspicion? <laughs> He's never free on the weekend. Like, 
Aunt. Yeah, that's now Aunt. I like the story Aunt, bro, Aunt. because of this. Aunt. Aunt. <laughs> but yeah, that's so that's how Damn. we finally got caught after two years of uh, <laughs> being Francois, the Canadian car salesman. <laughs> you tell me, moral of the story is to wear cap and sunglasses while taking a bath, also. <laughs> <laughs> bro, like I'm gonna send you guys the photo after the pod, and you put it up on social media, Mar. It's too funny, dude. You guys will die. Oh that's that's mad. <laughs> no that's going to be my new wallpaper. I mean I have a 100 questions right now but I I don't think Yeah uh, like basically why? None of us will know the answer to it bro. Just why? speculate bro. Speculate have fun with it. <laughs> no I think uh, we'll just leave it uh, where we stopped. Uh, Colo Toure you absolute womanizer Casanova. That's just a liar bro. <laughs> Nothing else. <laughs> yeah. Bro but man just wanted to He wanted to live like a common man, bro. Like so, let him be. Common man, you can do that, bro. He didn't. He didn't have to be married. He could have done all that. He didn't have to be married, but. <laughs> yeah. No, but why even do that, bro? I think in his head, at some point, he must have thought that. Wait, let me just see, like, how far can I take this myself? Yeah, and like he probably wanted to live the life <laughs> of a car salesman. Bro, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Two years. Wow. That is fucked up. How do I go randomly to Europe in midweek? <laughs> like, bro, but it's <laughs> yeah. but it's city in like those days, bro. I, I don't think they. No Europe, bro. No Europe. Okay, na FA Cup, they'll travel full UK. She'll be like, oh, you're not in town this weekend. You'll how many conferences you can have, bro? <laughs> like every week on conference. Huh? That, yeah, every weekend that too, bro. Like, Cassius was booming. How did she not see a picture of Colo Toure, bro? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I get it. This was around when, like, he was in City, like, so two thousand eight, two thousand nine time, or two thousand twelve. Two thousand nine, two thousand ten, I think is. Like right when now. he was actually successful, you mean? No, no. What? <laughs> Fuck you, Dawa. It's now. I just got. <laughs> He's a freaking invincible, bro. Invincible. <laughs> oh, he was, huh? He was, huh? Yeah. Hey, he was on the bench or something. What the fuck? He, he started. Was <laughs> yeah, him and Saul Campbell, bro. He was repurposed as a centre back. Damn, repurposed though. That's my mic, da. He's a utility <laughs> man. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry, da. I'll put respect on that name. When the girl said at the starting that you look familiar, he could have just said that. Uh, oh, um, some lot of people say that I look like Yaya Toure, but we have no <laughs> relation. <laughs> I I think that's too risky bro like even for him Gubiyaya <laughs> to bro what if someone recognized him on the street and started doing the colo oh the chant bro <laughs> what would she think like this guy is just spawns music mm okay can i go ahead with my story yes sir if no closing comments on colo toure You all have comments, bro. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Anyways, I'm gonna move ahead. So this story is called uh, the minute of silence. 
okay and i'm going to start this story off with a quote by the late jock stein who said football is nothing without fans and uh, this statement was uh, repurposed during uh, covid when we had uh, project lockdown basically football is nothing without fans it's a deep emotional quote that uh, talk about the passion and loyalty of uh, of football fans right and the most passionate fans and the most loyal ones are the ones who move a club forward uh, any club so this is a story of a lifelong congleton fan this fan sadly passed away and as is tradition uh, the club puts out a pr statement of his demise uh, saying that thank you for supporting us and we will miss you and also as is tradition they organized a 1 minute silence for his memory now um, obviously before the game the players all stood in solace standing united looking down they might not know who the person was but they know how important loyal fans are to any football club right and you pay respect um and we've seen this a number of times so everyone is standing in silence when suddenly there's a little bit of a commotion at the back and there's some noise that is created and first reaction is like how distasteful you know like within the minute of silence like the hooligan fans have started making noise already like super disrespectful and we've come to know that from english fans but now suddenly the small group the small section of people that were making noise is suddenly turned into like the entire stand making noise within the one minute and the players and the referee is like what the fuck is going on like everyone are super bewildered okay hmm. now the reason why they were making noise was because the persons whose mid- silence they were having for one minute <laughs> no walks way. into Don't the ground it. just in time for kickoff <laughs> <laughs> just in time to catch kick off <laughs> he was he was well and truly alive coming like he does every week to watch his football team play <laughs> and the pr team got it absolutely and completely wrong <laughs> but like how <laughs> maybe there's another john smith in that congleton town <laughs> and they fucked up and this guy's yeah, like what the fuck <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> Imagine the dude. funny part would be like when he's walking in and he like is seeing that everyone is silent. He also stands in silence and like oh fuck something has happened. <laughs> no, but like I'm imagining like there's one tiny like stadium, but they have like one small screen and he's he walks and he sees his in memory off and his name <laughs> from so and so year to so and so year. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, fuck. You'd think that's some twilight zone shit, bro. You'd be like, what is fucking happening right now? <laughs> the the first guy who looked back and saw him walk in, no. <laughs> that guy was shot. He died, bro. <laughs> He died. He got a heart attack, bro. He actually died. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> That's a really funny story, bro. I was like, "There's no way that can happen, okay?" And then when Abhar was going to tell, he started smiling. I'm like, "No fucking way!" I thought he was going like in the direction that they got the player wrong, or they got like the fan's name wrong, and then like that fan was actually there. <laughs> no, no, I didn't no. think this was like a resurrection story. <laughs> oh, oh, who, who passed? Who passed away? Oh, oh, oh me? Oh. <laughs> 
Okay. Nice. Uh, Vaishnav, you want to go ahead with your story? Bro, this is like... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that took a lot of convincing, but... No, no, I got through life just winking projects. <laughs> Thank you guys for giving me extra time to prep. Bro, that's why I hesitated, okay? I thought Amar will take that cue to be like, okay, Po, you want to go? But he didn't do it, dude. Amar's a nice guy, bro. I feel like you guys, Akshat and Amar are just very good storytellers and they actually do work, okay? So, I don't know, bro, listeners, like, I'll tell you guys right now, I appreciate you, but you're going to see dip in quality now a little bit, okay? One thing that before Vaishnav starts is that even if the story can be done in one minute, he's going to drag this yeah. to at least 10 minutes. <laughs> bro, I, that's what I thought. That's, that's, that's one of his tricks, bro. <laughs> bro, fuck, if any of my teachers found out, no, I would have not made it this far, but they didn't find out. <laughs> Okay, Vaishnav, go for it. This first one is more of like just an anecdote of like something I thought that was fairly interesting. I can't pronounce the person's name, okay? Like the doctor. So it's about, it's basically about a doctor or doctor. <coughs> <laughs> That's, I did air quotes for listeners who can't see this and because I'm an idiot and didn't realize my medium of choice was fucking audio. But anyway, I did uh, doctor within quotes. So, like, sports and sports medicine and recovery and, like, just the performance enhancement in the sense of, like, massages and, like, ice baths have become such a big thing right now. Like, all these, like, in, what's it called, uh, the Prime show or whatever, like, all these behind-the-scenes show, we see how long these guys spend getting, like, in the massage room, getting, like, stuff, like, you know, knots worked out and in the cryo chamber and stuff, okay. But in the early 2000s, it was still... To an extent, it still is, but back then, it was very much like the... Nascent. Nascent, for sure, but with the nascency came the fact that people are just saying shit and other people are like, cool, and then they were doing what they said, yeah. and that's it would work or not work, and then, like, shit would go okay from there. Like, people thought the weirdest stuff, right? Because, like, medical science wasn't applied to sports in that specific way for so long. So, in that time frame, okay, this is, like, mid-2000s to late-ish 2000s, Percy was still playing at Arsenal. So, that's the time frame. Nice. So, there's a lot of footballers, when they get injured and stuff, especially if it's like an injury in like a joint or like an area that can reoccur, so like hips, knees, ankles, stuff like that, like super important areas, they'll get stuff done in-house, but usually big clubs will have like retainers with these fucking worldwide massive hospitals and the best uh, orthopedic doctors or whatever, like... Basically, anybody in their field, that is the best in the world at it, right? They won't ask their club, whatever doctor, to check out, like, a grade 4 ACL tear. They're going to yeah. send him to, like, some world-renowned hospital, okay? Yeah, yeah. And that's how it always was, and that's how it still is, okay? And there are lots of professional footballers who go to this one lady, okay? Hmm. I can't pronounce her name. She's a Serbian doctor. And she, by sought after, I mean, uh, when Djokovic got injured in either the US or Australian Open... Like, in those mid-2000s, he got injured in one of the rounds. He flew her out for, like, a stupid amount of money so that she could do this therapy that I'll come to, okay? Hmm. So, basically, she's, like, fully renowned for this thing that she does, which is... It's crazy, because I've read excerpts from five or six different players on what she does. Hmm. They're all wildly different. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) They're all, like, insanely different, okay? But they all base around a 
sort of physiotherapy where she's doing like stuff with her hands okay like massaging you and using these devices and all that <laughs> what uh it was percy yeah it was percy and then lamps after that so like in the mid 2000s she blew up and people kept going to her uh van percy got injured on international duty playing italy for netherlands okay <laughs> netherlands give a courtesy call to arsenal saying bro he's injured i think it was an acl tear and they're like what do we do Arsenal like you don't think of anything send him back to us Percy's like fuck you both you guys I am want to have this doctor I want to go there I'm going okay uh, apparently Arsenal initially was like no that's probably not the best idea I don't know who the fuck she is you can't just go there to get your knee sorted out and <laughs> Percy's like I'm just not going to come back I'm going I'm going to get this stuff done he went there and apparently his injury was fine but like in that article that I was reading they're talking about how like could also just be like time because it wasn't a serious enough injury for that mm. treatment to have been needed okay then after that lamps in the same season after hearing that because benitez apparently was asked about this and benitez rafa who was at liverpool at the time talked about how lots of city players including your best friend colo toure amar <laughs> or akshat told us sorry akshat yeah. i did yeah <laughs> <laughs> my bad but even colo turi went to her okay, okay. so like a lot of players went to her and because of that her name was in the like the press lampard super famously and this i think even we might have read as kids but he got a really bad injury i think it was before one of the world cups i think it was the world cup or the euros where he hit the crossbar but he had a really bad injury and is like again it was a acl injury and benitez was talking a lot about this stuff so i forget who the chelsea manager was at the time he's like you can go if you want to okay abramovich sent his private jet for lamps to sit on and to leave and to go there lamps sat on the jet went there sat down and apparently the quote is obviously an anonymous source okay mm-hmm. says that all that she did was put a curtain around him touch him a little bit around his knee and get these like vibrating thingies and like do like these like think of it like tuning forks or something okay mm-hmm. but she would like hit it together or something and like this electrotherapy she would do around and then it got damn controversial cuz people are like like what is this shit <laughs> like players are going there and she's not like doing actual scientifically backed medicine is not being practiced but she there. but like everyone's going there everybody is going there and i'm talking like big big names are going there okay but everyone's are recovering or no <laughs> it's like a very no that's my point is that you can't they're all recovering because they're like it's like a sprain bro you'll eventually recover like it's not going to need full on hectic therapy okay no okay. nobody with like a full on tear that needs surgery goes hmm. because your club will not let that happen okay it's this gray area dude where it's not a very very minor injury that just requires an ice pack but it's also not so severe that you have to go to these big hospitals that gray area no that middle zone where it's like severe she enough is, she is milking she it is like milking. that she's milking that gray area <laughs> bro so much that that's why I called her the horse doctor is because at one point there was so people are just trying to like shit on her and say you know she's scam she's scam she's scam so in the press once it's come out that she uses placenta okay like placenta is oh, the, like discharge cat. after this thing cat placenta <laughs> not cat like I, they just said she uses placenta as a solution to rub on the athlete's uh, whatever <laughs> affected area okay while she does her therapy and that apparently is corroborated by multiple famous footballers okay like a lot of people said that she uses like a substance and she massages you then one guy comes out and says 
I want to say Dejan Lovren, bro, but I could be getting the name wrong. But a fairly famous player comes out and he's and he's from that area, from that Eastern European block. Comes out and says she injects you with that solution, okay? People are like, he's like, uh, he says one super specific thing also. It has to be so many millimeters deep into your skin and then she injects it into it and then she puts some placenta dispersion. in their body. No, see, we don't know if it's placenta. He's saying it's just Allegedly. a solution, okay? Okay. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> so, but he's saying a solution gets injected into you. Huh. Then the Serbian medical board is like, guys, wait, what is happening? And they go check it out. But the guy who goes and checks it out doesn't do it as like a, you know, a medical audit where they're actually seeing efficacy of treatment. Okay, he just goes to see what she's doing, and apparently because of all these rumors of this horse uh, placenta that she's using for her therapy, she has she's got a fairly like swanky office now with all her business, right? And in the lobby of her office, she has a massive horse statue. Seems, so, so he apparently goes in, sees this, and then she laughs. She's like, you know, people think Serbians are like, you know, savages, all this bullshit. It's just a misconception that they do this. And that guy in his report has written, yeah, I went in. I saw that she's using this transparent liquid that looks like water. I can't tell what it is. And it, to me, it seems that uh, it's all very like, you know, don't, yeah, don't know. The way that the auditor or that medical guy has written it is like, don't fuck with me. If she's doing something psych, I couldn't see it all. It's that type of a tone, okay? Mm-hmm. It's like a yeah. obfuscation of my own personal. This wasn't a full on audit. I just went there to see that sort of a situation. <laughs> and the way he's written, bro, he's like, yeah, I guess she can keep doing what she wants, but like, but she's getting away, okay? And it's crazy, dude, because there are lots of athletes right now who are playing as we speak who go to her. She's like, incredibly famous oh she's still in business yeah yeah she's huge she must be bigger now that's crazy bro she has sat down drawn two (laughs) circles made one Venn diagram (laughs) where this little part (laughs) that is there genuinely bro she's absolutely owned that that's damn cool but it is it's like a hustle move bro Someone's gonna come out with like a an expose, expose. documentary yeah. sometime, bro. Yeah. And I'm looking forward That's to it. That's what I was trying to find, okay? It didn't come. <laughs> oh shit. Mm. It's time to fake an injury. If if this leads to that documentary, damn sad man. You hit a you hit a grown woman's <laughs> business. <laughs> I think they'll use like you know how they put like excerpts from interviews and podcasts, yeah. right? They'll use yeah. this exact oh, thing. That'll be good. <laughs> yeah. It'll be that moment where Amma said cat placenta. Like, no, not cat placenta. <laughs> Nobody knew what she was using. Dun dun dun. But there's a big statue for horse. Yeah. In a lobby. <laughs> that was the smoking gun. Bo, would you like to uh, introduce us? your story yes please so i'm gonna take you guys back to 1962 1963 fa cup okay so this is a story about lincoln city where they've defeated darlington and halifax town to reach the third round of the fa cup okay this was scheduled to be played in jan 5th of 1963 okay and this is uh, as you know the weather is very fickle in england and the game gets postponed because there's a bad, bad weather and forecast of snow and extremely cold temperatures. So that game gets postponed, right? And uh, this is an FA Cup, FA Cup tie, and then they obviously uh, rearrange it for a different date. And so they've set it for a date when the snow would melt and 
the day before the game is supposed to be played there's another bout of snowstorm and again like the pitch is covered with snow overnight okay so this happens so again it's postponed so that so there's another round of snowstorm right so snow piles on snow forms a thick layer of ice and then they can't play the third game as well because like third time repurposed uh, fixture as well because they can't clear the uh, thick block of ice okay then when they re- reschedule it for a fourth time like the snow and ice both melt but then there's a flood that occurs on the pitch because drainage systems are very poor on the football field and like <laughs> so they can't play the fourth time as well this carries on for months and months together by the way <laughs> so the, the finally after 15 times of rearranging the game the fixture 1 5 times the game is finally played on march 6 of the same year 1963 <laughs> and i'm telling the story from lincoln city's perspective right so they play finally play a game on that date only to end up losing 5-1 to coventry city after having it be postponed 15 fucking times so yeah i mean and Dude, like can i just ask if this is an fa cup tie or a goa plan <laughs> either But, or that's so all the other teams like the fa cup itself was delayed no like presumably yeah, lots of times like many rounds were delayed and like the third round was between 28 teams and this affected nearly every single one of those teams but this is the this fixture was the one that was uh, postponed the longest this Bro, particular like, one if if i am the big team in 1960 whatever you said like say i'm liverpool at that time city end up city fifth... ended up winning the fa cup that year oh fuck yeah cuz nobody else could play it seems yeah <laughs> after the fifth time i'll be like you come play at anfield bro we need to know when the fixture is like <laughs> what is that <laughs> yeah so yeah that was short but yeah <laughs> nice nice uh, let's move ahead akshat do you want to come in Yes, I have a, a story about uh, a very famous personality known as Lord Bentner. Yeah, yeah. Nicholas Bentner. Oh. Yes. So, uh, so right now we're we've done stories about two Arsenal, three Arsenal players. I'm counting Colo Torre as an Arsenal player. So, bring it. So, by the way, do you know why he got the name Lord Bentner? This is like a pre-story. Like, do you know why he got that? ंगेज टू a baroness yeah. and he officially got the title of lord and that's how the meme became lord bentner so the meme from our childhood no came from this way. yeah man's got loyal riz like royal riz bro fucking bring it now i'm realizing that the jokes on us bro like yeah. they thought we were making fun <laughs> of him but he's actually a fucking lord he's like yeah. lol so um the, the the story starts with the moment he joined arsenal as a youth a uh, prospect i think he joined arsenal when he was 16 years old 
एंड बैक फ्रॉम दैट टाइम इट सेल्फ ही वॉज लग गाई हु गॉट इन टू ट्रबल लाइक टू पुर इट लाइफ अपेरेंटली ही वॉज ऑलमोस्ट अरेस्टेड वंस एंड ऑल दैट स्टफ ओके आई एम गोट स्किप थ्रू ऑल दैट कज इफ आई स्टार्ट टॉकिंग अबाउट ऑल ऑफ हिस स्टोरीज वेर हियर फॉर अ वाइल सो इवेंचुअली वेन ही वॉज आई थिंक एटीन और नाइनटीन ईयर्स ओल्ड um arsen wenger was like you know uh, we need you to focus on your game and you won't do that unless you're starting so i'm going to send you out on loan and they loan him out to birmingham city uh the manager at that time in birmingham birmingham city is steve bruce who's known to be one of the most nicest gentle human beings on the planet <laughs> right so all the loan players are put in one accommodation it's like a guest house which birmingham city have okay this place is known as the shag pad okay cuz apparently all <laughs> somehow like all the previous people who were loaned to that city would end up like being playboys and they'd keep getting women home and what ended up happening is that when the actual birmingham city players wanted to cheat on their wives they would ask to come into the shag pad and do it over there <laughs> so he was staying there okay now um he like he got enamored by the concept of strip clubs and he used to go uh, very often and there was a time where steve bruce called him into his office and said that you know i you know i have sources who are telling me that uh, you've been going to a strip club just this last week you've gone four times and bentner's like no no boss that's not true i went five times <laughs> <laughs> and this is confirmed by the way he actually said that cuz he wrote this in his book also but <laughs> so so steve bruce is like listen like i need you to focus on the football i know the all the distractions which come outside of it so what i suggest to you and this is what i tell all my young players who are facing similar problems is just find a nice girl find a girl who you really really like and just like settle down i mean like date her like be with one woman for some time and get some stability in your life and bentner did that but he did that with steve bruce's daughter <laughs> so so he legit, legend so a teammate of a teammate of his i think it was a dare or a bet kind of a thing where who's going to go out for the boss's daughter and he actually was in a relationship with amy bruce for 2 years after that he even went on holiday with steve bruce and his wife and his daughter <laughs> bro but but yeah so legend bro so when he when he moved back to arsenal <laughs> i should have was giving a salute you salute the res bro yeah so but eventually he got bored of her when he came back to arsenal and they broke up <laughs> oh Damn. shit yeah poor bruce steve bruce yeah <laughs> nice okay I'm going to go with my story. Uh this one is called uh, too many danish pastries, okay? Okay. Sounds like a Tuesday morning. <laughs> <laughs> too many danish pastries. Uh we all remember like it became very famous obviously the United and Brighton game which happened recently I think like 3 years ago where a penalty was awarded. after the full time whistle yeah, right yeah. Uh, you guys have that fairly fresh in your memory but uh, let me tell you about this story which might like one up it so this is a game between ebeltoft 
and forager okay two local but fierce rivals in danish football okay and this game was a brilliant game end to end stuff scoreline was 4-3 with only seconds remaining okay now ebeltoft are trailing and they're pushing for an equalizer but everyone feel that there's no time the ref has already put the whistle on his mouth and he's ready to blow okay but there's no whistle so ebeltoft play on ebeltoft play on and score an absolutely outstanding equalizer and cap off a thrilling game okay 4-4 now when they were celebrating and the celebrations were pretty wild there's a referee who's running who's extremely frantic and is blowing the whistle like repeatedly okay <laughs> and he reaches and he disallows the goal oh man nobody knows why so turns out that when the referee had put his whistle in the mouth he went to blow the whistle but he had a pair of false teeth which flew out <laughs> and because he had no teeth there was no sound that was coming from the whistle so he's just blowing it <laughs> without any sound and all that time that ebeltoff took to go and score the goal and celebrate he was looking around the pitch for where his false teeth had fallen <laughs> and when he found it he put it back in went and started blowing the whistle and called off the goal okay and obviously like the editor edit of players were furious and they were protesting but the referee said that my decision is final i'm calling the goal off what a brave the guy. game ended 4-3 <laughs> ebeltoff took this matter to the equivalent of the football association in denmark and presented their case and those guys are like what the fuck do we do <laughs> so they just went with with the referee's decision of ending the game 4-3 man i love that guy i absolutely love this referee bro <laughs> <laughs> Bro, his life sounds a lot of fun, bro. It's mad, man. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> imagine like the the look on his face, like the what he must be feeling at the time when he's desperately trying to blow the whistle. Panic, bro. <laughs> But he's Panic. unable. Like to. <laughs> he can just see those guys getting closer to the goal, and he's like, "Please, just save the goal. Please save the goal." <laughs> and he sees it go in, and he's like, "Fuck." <laughs> <laughs> Now what? <laughs> Let me find my teeth first. <laughs> okay guys, I'm very sorry for the abrupt stop, but since we have so many awesome stories to tell you, this episode uh, kind of bled in uh, longer than we anticipated. What we're going to do is we're going to release this episode in two parts and this is the end of part 1, but stay tuned because there's a lot more that's coming in part 2. um as we come back with our absolutely fantastical stories see you guys bye bye